0: This is my first year I didn't teach. Wow. And and so, you know, it's been a question mark of how do I explore my own very adult art because a lot of the stuff I'm interested in is sexuality and violence and and a lot of the life experience that I don't want my fourth graders to know about. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably best. (laughs) Um, And how to explore those things without. How do, I, how, do, how do I do that and not, like, horrify children who might be following me on Instagram? or um, And so, actually, one of the things I've done is I have a pseudonym. Ah. Yeah. I have a pseudonym. I didn't know. Yeah. Wait, did I? I don't know. I don't know if you know. Um, yeah, so I have a pseudonym. Which I can say on here because I don't know if there's any fourth graders listening. So, Ravona White Magic is my pseudonym. How do you spell that? R A V O N A. Ravona. Ravona. And... Uh, white magic. White magic with a K. Yeah. And um, I... Uh, the name Ravona actually came from Russia, because Ravona means raven in Russia. Uh. And I spent some time in Russia. And They love to name people pet names, and so I was Ravona. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was also Zaychik, which means rabbit, um, <laughs> which is a whole different story. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, yeah so um so that's I think that's my solution to that um I have a FetLife page I haven't posted a lot on that because um, I've just really started to look at erotic art and the more adult themes of art mm-hmm. um which fascinate and excite me um but I'm still against that like social mask a little bit um mm-hmm. And, you know, because I also had an art nonprofit for six years called Art in Every Classroom. And uh, that was actually how we supported the art program at the kids' school. And um, because the Catholic school didn't have any money. So we used it. We could. So we received grants and then we gave away grants. We gave away um, over $100,000 in six years. Wow. Yeah. To classrooms to, to benefit about probably 50,000 children. Holy crap. Yeah, in the Bay Area and also in South Sudan, Africa, and Haiti. Yeah. How do you do all of this? What the (laughs) heck? (laughs) That's a secret. Yeah, see, there's a lot. Those are all my... So (laughs) using all of my gifts and talents for the benefit of the most people.
1: Literally, every time I talk to you, it's like something new that's just like crazily done. You didn't know
0: I was the the director of a foundation. Yeah, we folded it up. (laughs) Um, My goal had been to get... A standing art program at the school that my daughter is at now. Mm-hmm. She's in seventh grade there now. And um, we started when she was in kindergarten. And uh, last year, they actually brought an on-staff art teacher on. Wow. And, so, and and this year, they created an art room. I'm, I'm, so, you know, I believe in the power of prayer. I believe in magic. And I believe that when we set our intentions and have perseverance, or how I like to say perseverance, (laughs) um, and have perseverance and singleness of purpose, and are willing to put our own... Again, we get back to the chakras, have have my intention, which is from my head, and my my intention, which is from my heart, Uh and my intention, which is from my belly, which is more my actions, then we can make shit happen. And so um, it's not all me, but uh, certainly not, but um, yeah, so there's a standing art program there now and I could quit, so <laughs> so I stopped teaching art and um, for this year. And it's so cute, you know, the kids. This is this is so nice. Um, every time I go to school, the kids say, Ms. McKenna, Ms. McKenna, will you teach art next year? We don't like the new art teacher. She's not as nice as you are. <laughs> She makes us do these things. You let us do whatever we wanted. We really So they're begging me to do our next I might do it when they're in eighth grade. That'll be the last. (laughs) I might do it again. It's a lot of work, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also very it is very inspiring for me too. too. I mean that was the whole there's a there's like a spiritual law that I I like to say all good service serves the server. so whenever we do service, if I feel depleted or exhausted or resentful after I do service, it's bad service. I shouldn't be doing it. Whether it's me or whether it's who I'm serving, it's bad service. If I do service, I should feel fulfilled and joyful. It should add to my life um, it, and in whatever way it does, whether it adds to my life monetarily or in with inspiration or relationship or, or my health or how I feel, um, all good service should serve the server. And so you know, teaching art has absolutely been you know, exponentially informative and helpful in, in my own, in blossoming as an artist. So I don't copy anybody anymore. Mm. I haven't copied a painting in over 10 years. And mm. I never will again. I'll never copy anybody's art, because I finally found my own voice you um, yeah and it's still it's still in formation it's not where I want it to be but um, but it is fun it's and that's a lot it's fun I love playing with color and I like people I, you know I mean I'm in a position luckily where I have a couple places that just show my art for free and people buy it
1: hmm.
0: which is even better <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I sold two paintings this month. So it is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not, you know, I'm not saying like like $4,000 or anything, you know, a couple hundred bucks, but you know.
1: Yeah, I was uh, walking around the other day and I stumbled upon them at the uh, center. At the
0: graduate center, yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've raised my prices over time instead of like. Does that scare you? What?
1: Raising your prices?
0: Not anymore. I mean, that's part of growing into your whole self. No, because at first I would be like, would you buy this 25 cents, you know, kind of thing, right? Like, oh, I can't believe anybody would buy it. And then, and then as I started to really think about, you know, my time and um, valuing myself, valuing my time and how, you know, for me, how, I, how to price the painting, um, I, I kind of have an hourly rate. Because I worked as an hourly (laughs) rate person for so long, I kind of have an hourly rate, and I kind of base the price of the painting a little bit on my hourly rate, size, what the canvas costs. Um, Yeah. And, uh, well, I'm looking forward. Now, we have a friend, Shane, who's a very talented artist, and she's been... so she's been doing a lot of drawings. She sends me doodles every day. And I asked her if I could use some of her doodles as a basis for paintings. She's been drawing angels. Oh, cool. And so I asked her, I, we, I might even make that the theme of the, I might make it allies, a, angels and demons the, the theme of um, the art show for April. But um, so, because design is not, I'm not confident as a designer. I'm like, meh, I give myself a B as a designer. Um, (laughs) No, I look, that's one of the, that's why I like to look at other people's art. So anyway, I asked Shane if I could use some of her angel paintings as a basis for paintings. And now I'm, what I need to do in the next month is create the art. I need to create the cover art for my book. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is kind of exciting. We're in the middle of something. Yeah, it was funny because I asked Shane, would you help me, because she's a designer. I said, would you help me design the cover for my book? And I gave her the title, and um, so it's Allies and Demons, and the subtitle is um, is spiritual power for healing and transformation, accessing spirit for healing and transformation, and um, and so and after I asked her that, I, I kind of sketched out a rough design for the cover, and then she sent me hers, and they're the same. Yeah. That's we both so sketched crazy. out the same cover for the book. So that's so that's crazy. the so that's the cover for the book. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So what are you gonna do with the sketches? Like are you gonna
0: I'll paint them. Okay. I'm gonna paint pour them. Yeah. I I'm um I feel like you know, I have this blue. There's a sky blue out here. I can see it actually today. There's yeah. sky blue in the center of a midday. Northern California sky that's become my favorite color. It's like that deep sky blue. It's its so it's, crazy. It's amazing yeah. color. And, um, <laughs> and so I want to do, I'm thinking like blues, greens, purples um, on the demon side. And then on the allies side, um, like yellow, red, orange, mm. kind of blending of those. So it'll be, yeah. So blue and orange, complementary mm. colors, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. A little green and purple in there. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like complimentary things. Mm -hmm. So makes everything. Can you hear that noise? Pop. Yeah. (laughs) I just saw a big spike on the thing. There it is. Spiky.
1: Spiky. Yeah. Mm.
0: So I can't reveal all my secrets. There's more. We'll have to wait for the next. anything else?
1: I don't know. Let's see. I just kind of like <clears throat>
0: what's that timing
1: It is 2:06. Okay. about like 10 more minutes. Great. 10 more
0: minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's totally fine. Okay. Well, I'd like to tell you a story since we brought up Let's women, just do since that. we brought up women's march. You know, um mm. I went to a lecture at City Arts and Lectures uh, last week, I guess it was um and uh, this woman Rebecca Tracer, she's a She's a, um, what is she? She's a political reporter. She followed Hillary Clinton through the election. And she just wrote a book called Good and Mad. Really intelligent woman. Good and Mad. Good and Mad, yeah. She's talking about channeling women's anger Mm. um, in service of social justice. More or less, that's the basic idea. And, you know, I sat there. And, again, super intelligent woman. It was a really thoughtful discussion, and she knows everyone who's everything. And she's actually had her own personal interaction with the Me Too Harvey Weinstein thing where he attacked her. And, like, she kind of is in it. She knows everyone. Yeah, really interesting person. And so, you know, again, she followed Hillary through the election. Anyway, and... Um, so it was interesting listening, you know, and a lot of people were like, yeah, yeah, you know, I have to say, I was uninspired. Um, I was uninspired because I don't feel like anger is the path to transformation. Um, so that's what she's... Kind of. I mean, they're looking at channeling the anger. I mean, this is where Women's March went to. Was taking the anger that every you know th- what happened at the end was it became about the anger and the outrage yeah and mm-hmm. then how do we channel that in this way of resi- resistance right which absolutely we need people resisting is that right? absolutely that is, that is a very important thing to do it's just not what I'm interested in and you know I love to tell this story because because it's a beautiful story and it's inspiring to me even though I lived it so you know I watched. I watched the election unfold, and I'm not a very political person. In fact, I'm such a sensitive person, I I have a lot of trouble. Um, I have to be very careful how much news I actually expose myself to, because I, I take it into my body. It's too upsetting. And a lot of it is not... Um, not even the news itself but the intention of those who are who are producing the news is it's based on trying to get ratings and greed and manipulation mm-hmm. and outrage actually gets people to do more hits and all that and I'm very I can feel all of that I hate being manipulated but I can be manipulated you know I hate where, where people are like creating emotions in me for their own benefit it, it all just feels really unhealthy yeah so I like to know what's going on in the world but very little happens that's important that I don't find out about at some point. So, anyway, but I was very interested in the election, um, and so I was watching it unfold, and, you know, I think a lot of people were... Well, you know, there was kind of, I think, on one side, there was a, just a belief of, like, oh, well, pfft, it's obvious who's going to win, and I have to say, you know, being brought up by gun-toting, tea party Republican parents, that I wasn't so sure about that. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so when I watched what went down on election night, like, I, I wasn't shocked, but I was certainly disturbed. And you know, listening to the, to the echoes of what's now becoming this ridiculous bid for a wall and, and the, and the institutional racism that's just like out on the table now. I mean, it's, it's, it's horrifying to me. And so, so I woke up in the morning after the election and, um, you know, I have a long time spiritual practice. It changes from week to week of what it is, but I usually do some kind of prayer and meditation and, and so I just said, "Show me what to do. What can I do? How can I use my gifts and talents for the highest good of everyone involved?" And um, I had no idea what that meant. Um, I mean, I didn't do anything politically except vote.
2: Anybody know who the boy is?
1: Like, they even have
0: Take a psychedelic circus journey to the dark side of the moon with Bow and Arrow Presents Dark Side of the Circus, a psychedelic circus show set to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Playing for one weekend only, September 16th through 18th at Dance Mission Theater. Tickets available now at darksideofthecircus.brownpapertickets.com. Mutiny Radio listeners can get a $25 ticket with
1: promo code MUTINY420. Bow and Arrow will see you soon on the dark side of the moon.
2: Tonight, they're here for the reunion we've all been hoping for. The masters of merriment, whoa. Amyl nitrate, my heart's getting faster. Those princes of polka, Josh and Stein, the <laughs>
3: exciting for Yash and myself Where to be are here this evening for a number of reasons. First you know this is the the first time that Yash and myself have been on the West Coast for one thing in Los Angeles, California. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you <laughs> I'll tell you it's really something <laughs> You know, because we're from the East Coast, you have Lutonia, really, you know, in yeah, a little no. town called Belbig. And there's, uh, you know, such a difference between our hometown and Los Angeles, you know, it's almost funny. Oh, yeah, as well. <laughs> Well, no, no, yeah it is, no, no. but it is funny, um, almost, not Not real funny, but almost Not, Not what we call a big yacht. No, not the big yacht, no. But enough for some turtles, maybe. Sure. You know, oh, for an example, for let me just say, in Los Angeles, you know, the sun shines all the time, oh. except for some isolated weeks in the winter, but... You know, and that's one difference. That's one difference. No, oh. Tony, the driving is so different also. Oh, the driving. Yes. You know, not to mention the car. Oh, no, well, we can't forget... You those differences there. How could you forget those? No, we can't forget those, no question about it. But anyway, let's segue to this. You know, how many people out here, you know, know the the, the great... Anyway, let's segue to this. You know...
4: Everyone's dietary needs
1: they don't have me
4: come and get a drink during the comedy festival July 1946, Paris. In the reception room of that palace on the right bank of the river, a hale and hearty journalist heckled for a quarter of an hour a thin man with deep marks of suffering and privation on his face, who had in front of him a small vase of pink roses. Round about were nearly 100 reporters and observers from all countries. Mr. President, you are a communist, aren't you? Yes, the man replied sedately. Have you been in the resistance? Ladies and gentlemen, Angelo How long? Parlamenti. About 40 years. Have you been in prison, too? It was clear what the journalist was driving at. Yes. What prison? Many, sir. Long? The thin man looked at the hale and hearty journalist with a faint smile and said, in prison, time is always long, you know. The reply given in French was prompt, clear, and unexpected. Was it said as a reproach, as irony, or as humor? What is certain is that at that instant, Frenchmen, Englishmen, and Americans in the room were astonished to notice that the goatee-bearded scholar could smile in Paris or in London as well as in Hanoi. It was the unscrutable smile of a wise man whose vision stretched far beyond today. Have you any further questions, journalist? prison, time is always long. Ho Chi Minh, Prison Diary. Arrested at Tukvin Street, Abundance and Glory Street. At Abundance and Glory Street, shame was thrust on me so as to delay my journey. I am an honest man with a clear conscience, but I was accused without ground of being a spy entering Sing Si District Prison. Old inmates of the jail welcome new prisoners. In the sky, white clouds are chasing the black ones away. White clouds and black have drifted out of our sight. On Earth, free people are huddled into the jail. Hard is the road of life. Having climbed over steep mountains and high peaks, How should I expect on the plains to meet greater danger? In the mountains, I met the tiger and come out unscathed. On the plains, I encountered men and was thrown into prison. I was a representative of Vietnam, on my way to China to meet an important personage. On the quiet road, a sudden storm broke loose, and I was thrust into jail as an honored guest. I am a straightforward man with no crime on my conscience, but I was accused of being a spy for China. So life, you see, is never a very smooth business. And now the present bristles with difficulties. Morning. Every morning the sun, emerging over the wall, darts its rays against the gate. But the gate remains locked inside the Once awake, everyone starts on the hunt for lice. At eight o'clock, the gong sounds for the morning meal. Come on, let's go and eat to our heart's content. For all we have suffered, there must be good times coming. Noon. In the cell, how lovely it is to have a siesta. For hours we're carried away in sound sleep. I dream of riding a dragon up into heaven waking, and brought abruptly back into prison. Afternoon. Two o'clock. The cell door opens to let fresh air in. Everyone raises his head for a look at the sky. Free spirits haunting the sky of liberty. Do you know your own kind are languishing in prison? Prison meals. At every meal, only one bowl of red rice, without vegetables, without salt, and even no broth to go with it. Those who get food brought into them can sometimes eat their fill. But without help from outside the jail, we groan with hunger. The Gruel Inn. At the side of the road, in the shade of a big tree, a thatched hut serves as an inn for passing travelers. But there's no wine for the guests of this institution. The menu is just cold rice gruel and white salt.
2: is your
1: show you're tuned into in this station that's coming to you from the Mission District in sunny San Francisco's
2: mutinyradio.fm please keep listening how brave you are, but I'm afraid of waiters. Somehow, they always end up telling me what to eat. But once, at least once, was I a hero. The scene is one of those restaurants that isn't responsible for your hat or the service. The waiter is a determined, independent gent who doesn't take orders. And printed right on the menu, next to the blue plate special I'm about to order, is a gentle warning, positively no substitutions positively well let's see Waiter, I think I'd like to have this uh, special dinner here yeah what do you like to have uh, let's see now uh, uh, it says uh, a dollar and a half uh, tomato juice vegetable soup roast beef do I have to take that tomato juice? Can I have uh, pineapple juice instead? No, we haven't got it. Um, that's the bill of it's, it's made up that way by the chef, and I have to I mean, wait. But you, have you got some, uh, uh, let's see, any other kind of juice? No, nope, only tomato juice. Only tomato juice. Uh, vegetable soup. You got any uh, consomme or anything like no, that? No, no, vegetable soup, just the way it's on the bill of fare. Vegetable soup. Uh-huh. I don't like vegetable soup. Well, uh, I can't hurt that if you don't like vegetable soup. You eat the roast beef and pay a dollar and a half just the same. Could I have a, could I change the soup for some uh, fruit salad? See, I uh, got some custard, my be. Oh, wait, 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 no, wait, just a second. Now. All right, now the roast beef uh, with carrots and peas, uh, Can I change that to string beans? No. Carrots and peas, that's the standard. Oh, but carrots and peas, I don't like carrots and peas. Oh, then you eat it without carrots and peas. Or what other vegetable can I have? Uh, nothing. Eat the potatoes. Double portion potatoes. Uh, d- uh, can I have any vegetable? Yeah. No. Can I have a salad? No, no, no salad. Hmm. Uh, what flavor ice cream you got? Vanilla and chocolate. No strawberry? No strawberry, no. Not today. Well, what other dessert? Do you have any? Oh, vanilla and chocolate ice cream. Either you take vanilla, or you take chocolate, or do without it. No, but look. Just, fella, mister, you're taking my time away. No, no, no wait, just a second. I, I want this dinner, but I can't find anything I like on it yet. Oh. Well, I don't like tomato juice. Don't like tomato juice. You don't like no soup. But you like the roast beef. Yeah. But you don't like no carrots and peas. Right. You want ice cream but you don't like the vanilla ice cream you don't like the sugar if i could have this dollar and a half dinner with tomato juice i'll even take tomato juice yeah nice consomme i got no consomme all right all right wait wait roast beef with uh, string beans and french fried potatoes and i'll even take the ice cream no 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 not the cold for. Either you take it to your ask ask the the chef. Chef. maybe- No a- no, I don't go in the chef. The chef's gonna run with the kitchen I have after me. No, 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 sir. Can't you change it a little bit? No, nope, no, nothing changed. According that's the standby and that's all that's do it. I'll work on according to schedule. The what? According to schedule. That's a schedule for me. What do you mean? It's a dinner? That's all right, but for me, it's a schedule. What I've got on here, I've got to sell. I can't sell nothing else what I haven't got on there. Well, maybe he's got a lot of, p- of pineapple juice oh, or something I've got to get rid then. of this stuff first, eh? Well, what, are you trying to get rid of it on me? Well, well if you don't take it, somebody else will. Uh, I'll have to eat. Yeah, but...